Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello there. What it do? How are you? And welcome to episode 85 of Above the Nest with Ray Shell, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. It's a great day to talk football. That is Eagles football, of course. And I'm your host, Rachel Prevet, getting you hip very quick to what's happening. The Philadelphia Eagles hosted the Cleveland Browns at Lincoln Financial Field on Thursday night for their week two preseason game. That game ended in a tie 18-18. Again, we didn't see majority of the starters because it was more so a battle between the guys who were fighting for a roster spot. But here are some of the biggest takeaways from that game. Starting with the quarterbacks. Stock down for Marcus Mariota. He played the entire first half of the game and he did not look good at all. He struggled with accuracy. He was overthrowing a lot of his targets, completely missing a lot of his targets. He ended the night nine of 17 for 86 yards with an interception and he was sacked three times. He even got booed from some fans at the link. Um, in his post-game press conference, he was asked to describe his play on Thursday night, and he said sloppy. So he clearly knows that he didn't look good. He has a lot to work on. Uh, we haven't really seen him a lot with the first-team offense, and so I guess that's something that we just have to wait and see how he looks. But still, overall, just was not his night. We hate to see it. On the other hand, it was the Tanner McKee show. The rookie quarterback just continues to impress and amaze all of us. He's been really making a strong case for the QB2 spot. Definitely coming for Marcus Mariota's spot. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to pan out. We're probably not going to see him earn the QB2 spot only because if you think about it, Marcus Mariota was drafted like number two overall and he's a veteran he has experience compared to Tanner McKee who's a rookie and he was drafted like in the sixth round it just I mean it's just wild when you think about it and so we probably won't see him getting the two QB2 spot but it's just crazy how much better he's been looking when you compare the two of them he was dropping dimes left and right, like the ball placement was there, the accuracy there. He overall just looked much, much better than Marcus Mariota. He completed 10 of 18 pass attempts for 147 yards, and he had a touchdown. It could have been even better, but two receivers dropped passes, and so that's not on him. The ball was where it's supposed to be, maybe just a little bit high with some of those throws, but I mean, it was it was pretty much on target. And so they it was a catchable pass. Another one of the big storylines from Thursday night's game was just way too many injuries happened. Six players left the game with injuries. 
Morrow, Ajomo, and Tyree Cleveland were both ruled out with neck injuries and both of them were carted off on stretchers, which was definitely scary sight to see for sure. On the plus side, both of them had movement in all of their extremities. And so that's good news. Um, as soon as we get more information on how they're doing, we'll definitely let you guys know. Zach McPherson was ruled out with an ankle injury. And then on Friday morning, Cody Benjamin of CBS Sports actually put out a tweet that said, MRI confirms that McPherson suffered a torn Achilles against the Browns, which sucks. And so he's expected to be out for at least seven to eight months. And so he's not going to be back in time for this season. And so that sucks. On Friday afternoon, he actually tweeted, I'm not wavered by my situation. I worship a God who gives me life and strength daily. I'll bounce back in due time. Thank you all for the thoughts and prayers. And so, like I said, a very tough situation. We hate to see it. That really, really sucks for McPherson. He was definitely competing for that backup spot for uh, Avante Maddox. And so we're just hoping for a speedy recovery for him. It's just such a tough situation. And we just, you know, our prayers are definitely with him and his family. Josh Andrews was also ruled out with an ankle injury. Nolan Smith went out and was ruled questionable to return with a shoulder injury. And Alameda Zacchaeus was also ruled questionable to return with a shoulder injury. However, before Nolan Smith left the game with an injury, he did actually look really, really good. He forced the Browns rookie quarterback DTR, Dorian Thompson Robinson, to um, get sacked. And so pretty much he forced him, got some pressure on him, forced him to step up in the pocket. And then he met with Marlon Tui-Pelotu and Contavious Street. So shout out to Nolan Smith for making that happen. We also saw some flashes from N'Kobe Dean. Immediately after he got called for unnecessary roughness, he had a really, really big play. He forced a fumble at the goal line on the Browns' first drive, so we love to see it. I know on last week's episode, I was talk talking about how, you know, there's so much pressure, there's so much expectation for him going into the season, and so it was nice to see, nice to see some flashes from him after he missed so much of training camp. We saw some action from veteran running back Rashad Penny. He had a 16-yard run, which was nice. On the other hand, running back Trey Sermon had a fumble that was very, very ugly. And following that play, you could tell he was frustrated. And the camera panned to the sideline where Jalen Hurts was talking to him um, and probably, you know, sharing some words of wisdom, trying to encourage him, which was nice to see, you know, because Jalen Hurts is definitely that leader. Um, but Trey Sermon is probably not making the team. So that fumble did not help. And there's been a good amount of buzz surrounding linebacker Christian Ellis throughout training camp. And he actually looked pretty good too. He had five tackles, two tackles for a loss and a pass breakup. Speaking of some injuries, it was first reported by NFL Network's Ian Rappaport that linebacker Hassan Reddick is having surgery to repair a thumb injury that he suffered at practice on Monday during the joint training camp practices with the Eagles in the Browns. And so he did not return to practice on Tuesday. And so the hope is that he's going to be good to go for the Eagles regular season opener on September 10th, that's against the New England Patriots in Massachusetts. But until then, the edge rotation consists of Brandon Graham, Nolan Smith, Derek Barnett, and Josh Sweat. So another 
star playmaker for the Philadelphia Eagles. And so we are hoping for a speedy recovery for him. We're definitely going to need him back. But as of the reports that we've seen so far, he is supposed to be back in time. And so that's good news. But we'll continue to monitor it. On Monday, Adam Scheffner tweeted that Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts has officially partnered with the Jordan brand. And so this deal was negotiated by Joe D'Amelio, who's the VP of football marketing at Clutch Sports Groups. And so very exciting news for Jalen Hurts. It was very on brand to see this deal get done for Jalen Hurts. Not surprised at all. Congratulations to him. And some exciting news for Jason Kelsey. Ian Rappaport also tweeted on Monday that Prime Video is announcing a green light order for Kelsey, which is a documentary that follows the center, Jason Kelsey, throughout the 2022-23 season. And so the documentary is set to premiere on September 12th. So definitely something to be on the lookout for. But that is going to be a wrap on episode 85 of Above the Nest with Rachelle. Like always, don't forget to tap into all of the BGN content on the feed. Leave us five stars and a written review while you're at it. Check out the latest BGN Instant Reaction Show, recapping the Eagles-Browns Week 2 preseason game. Shane, Jess, and Victor held it down, sharing their initial reactions and thoughts on that game. Also, the BGN Draft Series is back and here to stay. I know that most of you guys who listened to that, it was leading up to the draft, of course, because that's the whole point of it. Um, weeks or maybe so more so like a month leading up to the draft, but we're starting early. It's never too early to get into draft coverage. And so this season, we're trying something new each and every week starting this past week, um, Shane, Mark, and Chris are going to get you guys hip to the college prospects that you should be paying attention to this season. And so I'm very excited for that because like I said, it is something new. These episodes are going to be no longer than like 25 minutes. And so they're going to be every single week. So definitely be on the lookout for those. And immediately following the Eagles Colts preseason week three game, um, tune into the VGN Insta Reaction Show. Also, you guys know the drill. Don't forget to tap into that. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Bleeding Green Insta and on Twitter at BGN underscore radio. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rachel Monique. That's R-A-I-C-H-E-L-E-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E. You might as well stop what you're doing right now and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to listen to this episode. I am so very grateful for all of you. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend and we out. P-G-N.